Let's go, pick up the courses, let's roll Make it rain like we're from the tropics Drip drop hot, got sit on my lips A, B, let's see, are you ready? So There's no need to talk about it Hello, everybody, and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back, everybody. What a week. I'm getting so many messages from you guys uh, saying you either love the episodes now with new guests or uh, would prefer for me to have my family back and and more of the Riley sisters mom episodes. So keep them coming. I'm, I, I love getting the feedback. We're really just testing this out and seeing what works, what doesn't. Uh, But like I said, this is as much your show as it is mine. So I really appreciate you guys' messages. Uh, This week, I actually have a friend of mine on. He's an Instagram friend. We've been Instagram friends for quite a few years now. He reached out way back in the day uh, when I was on a prior podcast. And he's really been following my journey and and me for a while. And so it was this was our first time actually talking on the phone or, you know, via Zoom. And it was so nice to talk to him finally in person. I feel like I'm friends with so many of you online. Uh, so I, it was nice to put a face to who I've been talking to for so long. Uh, and he also has a lot of questions for me. A lot of random questions, a lot of hard-hitting questions from the past. And although I don't like to live in the past, I felt like, you know, they were appropriate. And I'm sure a lot of you guys probably want to, you know, want answers as well. So I answered as much as I could. Stay tuned for that. But also, he just produced and starred in this highly anticipated documentary or mockumentary, if you will, of the hit movie Scream. And it's called Scream the Musical. And I cannot wait for you guys to listen to the episode, hear more about it, and then go and listen and watch it. It is so brilliantly made. And I I really hope that you guys all are able to go and watch that that short trailer. So please welcome my fabulous now new best friend Sam Pazulo. Okay, Mr. Sam, what are we drink? Oh, are you Oh, oh my god, look at you. <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> I, that's a good way to start. What are you drinking? I am drinking don't judge me just vodka on the rocks oh. because I'm trying to uh trying to minimize the the sugar intake i have to tell you natalie seeing my face on camera as much as i have recently it's shocking it's it's shocking and it's triggering (laughs) and i'm like whoa i see everything in my neck and it's it's all the rosé and it's the mixed drinks it's everything that i probably should have you look amazing i don't have the willpower to completely (laughs) i look decent right now at this angle but not in high definition not in 24 frames per second on a on a 4k camera it was so good we're going to talk all about that by the way scream the musical i just can't mm-hmm. get over it um okay so you're just drinking uh vodka on the rocks out of a plastic is that a plastic cup are we not doing it's a plastic <laughs> okay. cup yeah oh okay. no we're so you care about yourself not the environment totally here. get it <laughs> right the ice is meltable. It's, yep, the polar ice caps are melting. Uh, okay, so Gotta, let's just dive yeah. into this a little bit. So you and I met back in 20, I went, I looked back, 2019, you sent me, right? 2019, you sent me an email. I mean, Natalie, it, I've been following your journey <laughs> embarrassingly for many, many years prior to that first email I sent you. I So this is actually quite kind of, bizarre for me to to be having this conversation with you it's been years in the making as someone who's admired you and sort of been a fan of of yours and someone who feels like i know you intimately because of you know the fact that i've listened to you on your podcast for so many years um but we don't know each other we've never met in person so it's sort of um yeah kind of bizarre this experience well wait what happened to my intro that you were gonna Um, do Did no, no, no. So that? I do your, I do all of my intros in, not in front of the person. I, I do it like 
in my own time and then we play a little music okay. and then we and then we start the show i you know it's so funny i feel mm. like i can't do intros in front of the person i know that some people like to hear like what i have to say it's just i i just can't i'm i mean i'm just not a professional <laughs> i think you're more than professional but i understand that you don't want to be put on yeah. the spot and yeah it makes it uncomfortable and speaking of the intro music i'm just such a fan of your current are you are you bummed track, a little bit i i do miss <sighs> yeah i really miss that old song Me that you too. had i know we just couldn't get we couldn't get approvals for it it's no you know joe rogan <laughs> you're no teddy mellencamp who <laughs> i'm is no tamra judge rogan over here of... by the way have you listened to their show i haven't so i need you to tell me everything it's so good i'm actually really enjoying it i I, because you know why because they really go into the granular behind the scenes breaking the fourth wall details which is what i really geek out over and they both have such a unique perspective because they're both former housewives and they just have carte blanche to say whatever they want you know because they're not on the show currently so it's fascinating and they're both still I think in touch with current mm-hmm. cast members. So they have a lot Intel. of insight into what's happening during filming. And I love it. And it's also, I believe in iHeartRadio. So is Teddy not, is I Teddy think. not doing hers anymore? She just stopped that one. Now she's just doing it. Just rebranded. It. She rebranded to two T's and a pod. Interesting. Yeah. Teddy, Teddy T podcast is no longer with us. I'm pretty sure they're iHeart, but they're not podcast one. And you know, thankfully. my thing is like, if you have the platform, you might as well do it. It's like, like the Bachelor Nation world, right? Every Bachelor, former Bachelorette, they all have a podcast because it's people want to know and people are invested. Yeah. And and I think to your point, that's what made me so excited when you released your podcast because you know you were featured on a different podcast for many years, and I was a loyal listener on that podcast and you were obviously like the best part of that and and that's how I became invested in you and your story and your journey I mean going way back to long before Riley and Piper right? you know it was a long time I knew you went I was I know I know it's been a long time and it's funny because I feel like even on that show you know I I had to play the part if that makes sense like I was myself I understand that but I there was also this sort of level of um, respect and professionalism that I had to, you know, keep because, she, you know, she was still my boss. So I couldn't like say what I really right. wanted to say sometimes. And so I got a lot of, oh, you were just, you know, you were a yes man and this and that. But it's like, you know, people have to understand it was my job still. To, it was your like, job. Like, yeah, it, I'm sure I, it I wasn't part of your initial job description exactly. to be a co-host on this hugely popular podcast but then you were thrown into it and you shared so much of your story and your journey with your relationships and your family and yeah i just i love the dynamic and i was i was so i'll never forget you know there are certain moments in your life um that you kind of just remember where you were Mm -hmm. and what you were doing you know it's one of those moments like if i were alive when jfk died it would be kind of that (laughs) that comparison like i remember where i was when i woke up and i saw that you were not on that podcast anymore and that things had shifted. And I was, it was like a punch to the gut. I was like, no, yeah, no. And then anyway, we don't have to discuss that. I want, you know, I know that. Um, Yes. But I'm so thrilled that you now have your own platform and your own version of a podcast and you deserve all the success. And thank you. I'm sure I speak for all of your listeners when I say that we love what you're doing and that's great. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. It makes me want to cry. Um, It's yeah. You know, sometimes you just have to, it's like the art of the pivot that everyone talks about. You just have to figure it out. And I feel like I'm just figuring it out right now, but having these moments, it's, it's priceless. But yet you haven't figured out how to mount your podcast microphone because it looks like you're holding it. I am holding it. (laughs) That, I am. I'm kidless. I think that might be worth figuring out. <laughs> I know. You have no idea. I don't have Wi-Fi in this house. I am. I am childless. So I'm like moving around to figure out where my best lighting is. I don't have a studio. I have nothing. It's really a work in progress. But you, mm-hmm. let's talk about you. I'm what sure happened to wonderful. your pod? What, what, what happened to your podcast? And why was it? Why are you on a hiatus? Oh, my podcast was many, many moons ago. In fact, I but think still, I, I loved it. Was- it was great. It was really meant to be kind of like a proof of concept. It was just me and my best friend, Allie, kind of, you know, shooting the shit and talking about reality TV. 
Um, and we were producing it at the time when I had a full-time job and she was also working and we were recording out of my office at WeWork. And then we lost that office space. She moved out of the city, got pregnant. And if you listen to like the, the last few episodes, you can tell that like she became increasingly kind of agitated and difficult. <laughs> and it was so hard to record it and to manage all the production aspects of it. And right. then we, we like set this precedent early on that every episode had to be really funny. And that was not really our intention. Initially, we just wanted to go on and recap reality TV and pop culture. And then we did so in a comical way. And the response was, oh, my God, you guys are so funny. So then we felt this pressure every week to be funny. So I would write these like sketch, uh, skits and sketches. And then it would take us like four hours to record an episode. And then it would take me like eight days to edit it. And I was trying to edit it in real time because we were talking about current events. And it just became too overwhelming with mm-hmm. my job. And then she just really got pregnant and was like, I, I cannot really dedicate any more time yeah. to this. And then and then eventually I moved out of out of town. So but we're okay, still so now in you're in the Hamptons. Yes. Full time? So full time. How is that? Yeah, I moved out here. It's incredible. It's it's um I love that I'm here year round because that's what makes it um so special and and that's what i love most about this place because it is such a you know there's so many preconceived notions about the hamptons and the summers and the crowds that yeah you know kind of flock to this area in the high season but year round there's such an incredible community of of artists and there's so much diversity and so much so much sophistication and uh, everything that you would want from a big city between the culinary scene and the art scene and the beautiful nature and landscapes, but then you're two hours from the greatest city in the world. So right. having the access to Manhattan, but getting to live in this kind of peaceful, tranquil, idyllic place all year, I love. Do your family lives there or just you? No, um, my family lives in Westchester in the suburbs okay. of the city, which is where I grew up. And then I would you know, commute to work in Manhattan. I did that for 15 years. And then I, I, I grew up coming out here in the summers. I had relatives and our friends and I, we would do share houses similar to what you see on summer house kind of yeah. had all those experiences. And then I would also work with the film festival out here every year. So I would always spend a few months out of the year living here. Oh, that's the but connection. Then, okay. Yeah. But then when, um, something called the novel coronavirus hit in mm. 2020 what is that? and I was working, there's that. Uh, I was working for Tribeca Film Festival at the time. And then that year, the festival got canceled. And then all of the production work that I had lined up for the rest of the year was basically wiped out. So I was jobless. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And then I um, that summer in July, I heard that like the hospitality scene in the Hamptons has started to reopen. And I'm like, all right, well, I haven't worked in hospitality in over a decade, but I've always wanted to learn more about wine especially and i've been patronizing this place called wolfer estate for many years let me just take a shot in the dark and reach out to them and mm-hmm. see if they are looking for servers or you know and they were and so i came out here in july of 2020 initially to spend two months just to like buy some time and earn some money yeah. making uh, learning how to make wine and i did that for two months and then i just fell in love with being out here and met a great group of people including my new business partner and then just kept extending and then I just made it a permanent a permanent move and now That's now amazing. I'm here and have this production company and, and things are going really well. Oh my god, I love it. And yeah, I want you to come visit. I think Uh, by the way, okay, so funny you said that. So we were talking about it. I looked at uh flights in May. I think that's when I told you, right? I think there were like two hundred bucks or something. And then last night Riley had John Bon Jovi at the restaurant. Oh and he had Oh, oh, no okay. big deal. Okay. I know. Yeah, I was and, with Oprah uh, just a few hours ago. Every time I hear ago. that, I'm like, it's yeah. my life. Like, I just start saying it. Uh, and so he was with him last night. He was like, he has a house in Hamptons. Do you know? Yes. Have you seen uh, Bon Jovi's house in the Hamptons? I Do haven't you know seen. Where he lives? No, I could find out. But a lot of the celebrities live like way behind the hedges and it's hard to, to see their houses. But um, yeah. I can tell you who I do live For very, very very uh close to bethany lives like just a few blocks from me and i've driven by her i actually wrote her a letter and i threw it over her gate <laughs> no you're not that person oh i'm not per- what, are you kidding i think she would the appreciate letter that by the way of- you are that person but like not to throw it over maybe like a drone to like leave it at the front door would have been that's more a your style more james bond style but the letter yeah. basically 
in a nutshell was so long backstory here. I met Bethany like 15 years ago when I was a, an intern at extra and this was season one or two of housewives. She was nobody. And we did a segment in her apartment and I always admired her and what she built with skinny girl. And then I ran into her on a couple of occasions over the years and I would reference that first meeting and she kind of remembered who I was. And then when I found out that she was going to be hosting and producing that apprentice style reality show on HBO, mm-hmm. the big shot with Bethany, I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is it. This is my big break. Big like break. I need to be a contestant <laughs> on this. I got this. And I happened to be in touch with the producers at MGM. So I emailed everyone I knew and I said, you need to let me know as soon as you start casting. And I got a response that, yes, of course, we'll be in touch. This was right before the pandemic. So then things got postponed with that show for many, many months. I never heard anything. And then eventually I saw the promotions for the show and I and I was not cast and I was Devastated. distraught. I was uh, literally yeah. like distraught. Yeah. Yeah. And of I, course, I, I yeah. yeah, I blamed her and I just needed her to know <laughs> how I felt. And I just wrote her a strongly oh, worded the letter was after mm-hmm. yeah, the letter was was like last year. And I was like, I can't get in touch <laughs> with you any other way. I drive by your house. I mailed it at first. I mailed it because I know her address because written on the mailbox. Oh. And it was it was returned to me. Because people out here don't have a mailbox. Like, you cannot receive mail. It's P.O. Box only, a lot of the towns out here. So it got returned to me, no receptacle at residence. So I then I took the, the returned letter, and I drove there, and I threw it over her gate. Mm-hmm. And then I ran into her this it? summer at a party. Uh, did you tell I didn't her? Mention, no, I did We had a very brief exchange. <laughs> I don't know if she got it, oh because it's a God. big property, and, you know, like, uh, I could only get it Bethany, so far. Please, I of course, the landscapers are like reading her mail I like the Sam guy. <laughs> I have a carbon copy of it, just in not case. good. Yeah, not good. Oh, God. as long as she doesn't have like a restraining order on you, she might um, that you don't I, know that, about. I would be honored if she did. Yeah, that would be good. It's a yeah. it's a step in the right direction. Exactly. But to your <laughs> initial question, no, I don't know where Bon Jovi lives because a lot of the celebrities live in these kind of secluded areas. Okay, so Bon Jovi. So he told so he, so Bon Jovi's like you need to come to the Hamptons. I need to I need to have you over. So listen, maybe it's not Bethany, maybe it's Bon Jovi. I'll take because I'm taking you with me. Okay, so you're gonna be so, a, a guest at Bon Jovi's house. And yes. is Riley gonna cook? Are we gonna have like a twelve course? I don't meal? think so. I think he's actually gonna like host us. Wow, how how amazing is that? So he's like, you need to come to the Hamptons. That they closed the airport. I didn't know that. Wait, that's a huge, huge debate in town that they are considering closing he, they, the airport. They said but that it, they already closed it. They said that, he said that the farmers pretty much run the Hamptons. Is that true? The farmers and the fishermen that was built by farmers yeah. and fishermen. But wow, I mean, and, there's been so much conflict in town about this airport. But the last I heard, yes. it was still open. Okay, so apparently last night he said that that the airport officially closed. He's like, I didn't even know that there was a road. He's like, not to be, you know. Uh, like pretentious he's like but i didn't even know that there was a road to get to the hamptons i thought you could only fly in who said that bon and jovi or riley bon jovi oh, no give me a break yeah, yeah riley yeah right that's absurd uh, yeah, bon that's jovi absurd that. you don't have a house out here and not know that you can accept i mean he is kind of a rock star back in the day <laughs> oh he is a huge global icon but you got to yeah. take montauk highway at some point you're not just blading to Cinderella. Apparently the guy only takes helicopters. I don't know. I'm just relaying the message. Well, so I would never so get on a helicopter that, but... anyway. You won't no? No, not never. after I, all the never even never a private be... plane? You know, I've sat on private planes at that airport. Um and I'm just I'm never ter- taken off. No, no. I did a tour of the whole <laughs> fleet. <laughs> um no, I'm, I would be terrified. They're very, very claustrophobic. And I and I, I don't even want to talk about this. I don't even want to say it. I, I know. It is, it it is very existence. scary. I'm not doing it. Okay. So we may be there in May. Mm. I, that, that, was the, that was the moral of the story. May is a great time and to I come feel- right before like it gets really, really too crowded. This is going to be, I, I have no, I've never been to the Hamptons, but is it something like Napa in the sense that it's like small, quaint kind of town uh, no. um, well, it's it's pretty expansive. Like the Hamptons, like includes like many many towns over this like twenty mile stretch. Really, it starts in Southampton and goes all the way to Montauk. 
Um, and there's these little towns um, with great shopping and restaurants, and then everything is in proximity to like the gorgeous beaches. But then there's also north of the highway, there's a lot of farms and stables and horses and such. But then on the North Fork, which is separated by a bay, is Long Island wine country, which I would say is probably more like Sonoma and Napa, where it's like vineyards okay, back it. to back. There's only three vineyards on the South Fork in the Hamptons. Um, and then there's like dozens and dozens of them on the North Fork. Really, really great wineries. So you should do a day trip. So yeah, that's that's sort of the idea. We go to New York, do New York, and then and then move up mm-hmm. to the Hamptons. Out to so the Hamptons. Summer House. You don't well, move. You out, don't move. Sorry, up. you move out. Oh gosh, <laughs> see, I'm already getting <laughs> yeah. schooled. Dear Jesus. Uh, so Summer House is that? I don't watch Summer House, but it. So is that the film? It that's like how people think Orange County is filmed like right here, and then you just see them everywhere. Is mm-hmm. it kind of the same thing? Um, believe it or not, I have not run into them even last summer when they were out here. Uh, I'm pretty sure initially they filmed in Montauk and then Montauk was like, absolutely not. We are not allowing this crew back in town. It's like Jersey Shore. That's what the perception was. And Montauk especially, it's at the very tip and it's a really, really small community of, of fishermen and, and, and local people. And they did not want any association with that show. So then I think they started shooting it in Southampton and closer to Sag Harbor. But um I think it's a pretty, I wouldn't say it's an accurate representation. It, it it represents the community of people that come out here in the summer and rent a house. And they're out here for the social scene and the debauchery. But that's not what this right. place a is. A small percentage of the a people. A very small. But it's it's the most um, common sort of perception of, that of this area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, and I feel like that's like any franchise of the Housewives. Yeah, I mean, Orange County, I feel like Orange County, they could have done a better job at casting, to be honest with you, because I feel like there are a good group of women that really, I would say, embody what Orange County is. Yeah, I mean, I like the Layla Milani's of of Orange County. Do you know who that is? No. The Casey Browns. No, I know Kate Casey. Uh, Yeah, no, it's <laughs> uh, think Layla Milani is like Lily Galici. Oh, Okay. Well, they're best friends, but like, it's like that. Yeah. So, I mean, can we talk about Orange County? Are you watching the current season? Sure. Yeah. I, so I'm not, but like I was saying in a past podcast, like I, I, I get enough, I get the gist just by what I see on Instagram Yeah, and like the clips and the reels. So this season is, is almost unwatchable. It's so, it's so bad, Natalie. It's, I, I don't know what they, they need some help at Bravo or evolution whoever produces the but, show it's, but it's been bad it's, it's been bad but, it's been but bad. i don't know why they think that bringing all of these new random thirsty to quote several cast members people onto the show mm-hmm. is going to make audiences want to watch more like give me vicky give me tamra bring back the ogs we care about oh, so them. you like that oh my god what's not to like there, Do, would you want gretchen back sh- like you want you want to go like oh, that I alexis Bellino? i would take quinn <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Well, I, I would you give me Lori wearing. I want to know what's happening the way, with Josh. Imagine seeing their kids. Yeah, like oh. where's Josh wearing? Where is God? Don't even get me started on like Alexa and Raquel. I like pray for them oh, every night. Gosh. And mm-hmm, Tammy mm-hmm. Knickerbocker, Lindsay, and the other one. Are you kidding me? Who cares gosh. about Noella? I, I'm, She's I'm, so, I'm getting chills. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. <laughs> you want to be able to invest in these women and their stories that's why i'm so livid i just read before we uh hopped on here that uh, bravo fired jenny win from salt lake city okay oh, i don't watch salt lake but um, oh my god it's the best I, it's so you, good you told it me, delivers I, every week is it on peacock where can i find it you know oh, what? come on what no because i i don't so this is the thing i can't turn on bravo because it's like it's like instant ptsd and it's like watching an ex-boyfriend <laughs> that you like had like a toxic relationship with like i, I can't watch it because it just I, I i'd rather not even turn on the tv so uh, that's really unfortunate i know but salt lake i feel like i need to watch I, uh, that looks like it's just a shit show it's so good but no it's not even it, it's a shit show, but it's like elevated because it's actual real drama and real issues. And every single one of the cast members contributes something unique. They all deliver. And then I guess there was some scandal very recently with the newest housewife, Jenny. I have not seen or read the comments that she 
allegedly made on it. Facebook many years ago. I did. I don't want to know. I Googled it and I really couldn't, I couldn't find all of them. Uh, so interest it. That's crazy though. And like, just like that, yeah, they just but, fired her. Yeah. And like, I don't understand why they have this hard line. I mean, if, oh my God, Jessica, oh God, someone, a colleague of mine from the Hamptons Film Festival, I'm recording at this store in Wainscott. Come in. Maybe. Oh, it's locked. Is it a public? St- oh, <laughs> call me later. Call me later. She, she said she's going to wait. Oh my gosh. Does she want to join? I mean, is she? No. Jess. Sorry, Jess. I'm doing a podcast. The stuff is in my trunk. You can grab it. <laughs> that was a good organic plug for the Hamptons International Film Festival, ladies and gentlemen, happening out right? here every Indigenous Indigenous Peoples Weekend every year. Oh my gosh. How fun. Get your tickets. Formerly, she's going through my, <laughs> she's rummaging through my trunk. What's in there? Yeah, like I think that when a cast member does something controversial or scandalous, they should allow them the following season to come back. And it, it that's only going to initiate really meaningful, thoughtful dialogue between these women. It's going to lead to real conflict and drama. It gives that person a chance to either explain themselves, redeem themselves, uh, disprove themselves. But it's like, you can't just want a housewife to be perfect i mean they're flawed women they do things and say things and and they make mistakes and i i'm i want to watch the reaction and the response to that and i don't get what it's like dorinda i don't know why they fired dorinda from new york because they claimed she had a terrible year and she was so mean okay so so what we don't not want them to be perfect we want them to be who they are and real and to witness the fallout from all of that it's really terrible decisions that bravo makes I I agree with you. And I think that they've done this throughout all their uh, Vanderpump rules, Stasi, all these things. Right. And uh, one can say, you know, why are we allowing them to make money and giving them a platform when they're doing these things? Where are the, the like the repercussions, w- which is one side. And then the other side is uh, of it is also like, well, why don't we see them grow and see that unfold? And 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 maybe this is what they need. They need to to be well one of my arguments last time was when you're on when there's cameras in front of you and obviously now you know um there is a a, this sort of you almost want to turn it on and it's like can you really grow and do the work and 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 do a little self-reflection when there's cameras and there's and there's this like entertainment factor i don't know can you i get that I think um, if you're an authentic person who's just naturally entertaining, then yes. But if you're if you find yourself trying to play a part, then no. And the audience will see through that. But I don't think that's what we would have seen had they kept Jenny on for the for the new season. I think they w- we would have seen like a real raw emotional response to the situation that could probably elicit really important conversations amongst the mm-hmm. cast about prejudice and racism and things that should be discussed you know instead of just swept under the carpet and and eliminated because how do they justify they kept that douchebag jacks on vanderpump rules for how many years and he was he was you know exactly like where and, and erica jane though too i mean at what point are you saying is it i'm just saying i mean look at everything that, what do you that have to happened. say about erica jane i'm just i i'm just saying i mean maybe there's is it is it if you ever in the talk court about of public Erica Jane opinion? Again, I'm coming for you. No, in the court Shut. of public opinion, in that case, every- until proven guilty. Yeah, I don't think she I- knew. I really don't think that she knew, and I don't think she's that good of an actress to cry on command every every scene. And I don't think what would she have to gain by staying on the show as opposed to just disappearing? A lot of Tom. money, not a, not a lot of money, but uh, you know she's she's got to work. The girl has a good work ethic. I think yeah. I think she knew enough and I think she turned a blind cheek and I think that he definitely knew what he was doing, but I think she did too. I don't know. I think, I don't, she, knew, I, I, I think she knew what she married. She played it. I, she I don't stood think by she his knew, side. I don't think she knew, intimately had any knowledge of the inner workings of the Girardi Keyes law firm. I don't think that she would have known. I think that it's very, very plausible that he would have kept her out of all of his business and she just... Yeah swiped her credit card and didn't ask any questions. Ignorance is bliss. Yep. No, I I agree with you. No, I agree with you. 
But maybe there's going to be a, a spinoff show that Bravo's doing, and that's why they're canceling everyone because they're going to bring a show called like the cancel. I don't know, like the cancel yeah, culture kind of show, and they that bring everyone who was canceled. That's and then such Andy a good Cohen, idea. and then Andy Cohen is going to basically talk to everybody like, "What did you learn?" Right. Oh my God. You <laughs> Put him in a house should, with like, Dr. Drew and Andy that Cohen. Concept. Pitch that concept. And maybe to Tony Anderson to Cooper. We need Tony DeCosimo <laughs> with power women. <laughs> what is her company power Tonya. women women Tonya. Uh, the women women Tonya. <laughs> yeah i met I her out here at starbucks in bridgehampton i felt badly because yeah. i was like i i don't know that i can like really contribute to this endeavor in a meaningful way i'm like not a woman <laughs> and i i can't do it i'm not a woman <laughs> <laughs> when are you getting married when i saw like the caption on your podcast and it was like there's trouble in the huddleston I like by the way because a, there was like a lump I almost left him. I almost left him. I was this close. I know, but I don't quite understand. He like innocently lied about something or what I, I don't Because I, I, I found didn't... something on his computer that he should not have been on his computer. And then he freaking lied about it. A little white And I don't want to talk oh, I know, but then it's like, well, what else is what else is in that? Then it becomes gray. And when the line when the white becomes gray, then it's like Yeah. You know, I, 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 I don't like to have this thought of like, well, what else are you doing? And no, that's I'm just not that's doing torture that. to like spiral like that. And it's yeah, it's and I spiral hard. Me too. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. Not good. So but but I'm everything's really curious fine. about your wedding. Um, I don't know. So we're trying to buy a house this year. Mm-hmm. possibly trying to you know have uh, get get have baby number two and then um, get married so i feel like there's a lot going on i get it and like i'm the, not the, sure the party is not a big priority i get that the wedding you know yeah i think financially and uh, a sound investment would be buying a home yes of course and then if i get pregnant i'm not walking down the aisle just huge no because if you thought you looked big in a 4k <laughs> camera <laughs> Let me tell you, my my wedding photos would be horrendous, and that's You're, not to say that women that are get married when they're pregnant are hideous. I'm just saying, me, I know me, I'm very very critical. Oh, but the the engagement photos and the gender reveal that was so oh that was so perfectly executed. That whole thing was so brilliant. It was so. It was, was so the mastermind great. Oh. behind that. No, I'm uh, which, which which part? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know who it was. She's great at that stuff. She yeah. should have been a party planner, maybe in her next life. So I promised myself that this new year, I want to eat clean. I want to have my meals prepped. I want to be on top of my game this year. And that's why Factor makes it easy for me to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never frozen prepared meals that are so delicious, you wouldn't believe that they're actually good for you. Factor saves me time by delivering chef-crafted meals to my doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prepping, not to mention the cleanup. So no dishes to wash here. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Factor tackles the tough stuff so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hard hand in hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. And with more than 27 meal options each week, I'm never bored. Factor even knows my preferences. So they offer, you know, vegan and veggie meals, cold pressed juices, smoothies, which Piper loves, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, uh, veggie sides, and more to keep me fueled and focused all day long. So head over to go factor75.com slash humble 120 and use code humble 120 to get a hundred and twenty dollars off yeah you heard that right that's code 120 at go.factor75.com slash humble 120 for a hundred and twenty dollars off Public Goods is the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper and shampoo to pet food. Public Goods is your new everything store. 
thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, Public Good members can buy all of their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful streamlined aesthetic. Public Good searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. Honestly, for me, I have quite a few favorite products, but I, what I love the most is that yes, it's beautiful and it's and it's aesthetically pleasing to the eye, but it's so easy. When they say streamline, I mean I'm talking it's a one-stop shop. And knowing what's in your products and where they come from is even more important. So making sure that it's not toxic, you know, to the baby and to us, I just feel like living a cleaner life is the way to go and Public Goods is doing that just for us. They aesthetically source and obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives still common on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. They use a membership model to keep costs low and pass on even more savings to their consumers. Best of all, you can make your first purchase with no obligation. Just hundreds of thousands of others who have switched to their new everything store. We've worked out an awesome deal, so receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com humble or use code humble at checkout. That's P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash humble to get $15 off your first order. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink. Mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means lots of salt with no sugar. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio. So it's 1,000 milligrams of sodium. 200 milligrams of potassium and 60 milligrams of magnesium with none of the junk so that there's no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited to folks following a keto or low carb or paleo diet. Electrolyte deficiency or imbalances can cause headaches, cramps, fatigues, and weakness. When you sweat, the primary electrolyte lost is sodium and you can lose up to seven grams per day so when sodium isn't replaced it's common to experience muscle cramps and fatigue element is used by everyone from nba nfl nhl players olympians uh, navy seals to everyday moms and exercise enthusiasts element is so sure that you will love their product and come back for more that they're offering you a free element sample pack that's eight single serving packets for free just cover the cost of shipping five dollars for u.s customers get yours at drinkelement.com humble this deal is not available on their regular website you must go to drinklmnt.com slash humble element offers a no questions asked refunds try it totally risk-free if you don't like it share it with a salty friend and we'll give you your money back no questions asked you have nothing to lose I know I talked about Songfinch before, and maybe you guys didn't hear the song. I want to just hear a little clip of the song uh, that I wrote Riley for Christmas, and I'm, then we're going to talk about it. You love more than you know from your head to your toes. Every day I fall in love. Dinner at the finest restaurants Amazing food and wine Dancing in the kitchen and snuggling We have the best time Piper and I love you so much Remember the first time you held her. Oh, I love that song. I could literally listen to it. Well, I do listen to it all day, every day. But with Songfinch, you can create a personalized radio quality song full of details about your life. 
It's the perfect gift for your spouse, your mom, your best friend, your grandmother, a child, honestly, anyone that's special to you. And it's especially great to gift for Valentine's Day for the person that has everything. So to create your own song, you simply share a few details about your life, your relationship or special memories, and a professional artist will turn it into a song that can be treasured forever. And with over 6,000 five-star reviews, people cannot stop raving about Songfinch and truly love their song. You can select your favorite musical genre from rock to country or R&B and pop and browse over 900 professional musicians and select your favorite or our team will match you with the perfect artist. Our professional artists have been seen on hit shows like Songland and The Voice and songs are created and delivered in four to seven days and you never have to worry about shipping. Your song is emailed to you on a unique landing page. It's it's a, the perfect gift for Valentine's Day to tell someone how much they mean to you or to celebrate an anniversary, a birthday, retirement, or just say I love you. So songs are $200, but with code HUMBLE, you get $20 off your own custom song this week only. Just $179 for a gift they will treasure forever. But hurry, because you have to use code HUMBLE for $20 off this week only. So visit songfinch.com, that's S-O-N-G-F-I-N-C-H.com and use code HUMBLE for $20 off your very own custom song. I'm telling you, you will not regret this. It's my favorite gift of all time. It's that time of year and I want to reinvent my style. That's why I went to Ana Luisa Jewelry. Yes, Ana Luisa Jewelry is made for you and the planet in mind. They are 100% carbon and water neutral, but also really pretty if you ask me. And Sam. <laughs> Their versatile designs are perfect for mix and match wear every day. I even layer my necklaces together now. I have such a hard time choosing just one to wear, so why not throw on two or three? Ana Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, has timeless jewelry for any occasion. A cute ring to show off at the grocery store when you pay for your groceries, a dainty bracelet for when you pick up your iced coffee, and luxurious necklaces that make your friends think she's making a lot of money with a necklace like that. But best part is that Ana Luisa Jewelry starts at $39. The prizes are incredible. So with our code HUMBLE, you can get up to 40% off your order at shopanaluisa.com. At Ana Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Their pieces are the perfect fit for anybody on your list. A friend, a partner, a sister-in-law, a daughter, to spoil anyone. So plus the gift guide on their website along with their bestsellers page are great destinations to browse the most gifted options. So while you're getting yourself a little necklace or maybe one in there for your sister, uh, you're getting 40% off anyways, right? So you might as well. Uh, and how can I forget? New jewelry collections are released every Friday. So get yourself and your loved ones a perfect gift with up to 40% off. So check out Anna Luisa at shop.analuisa.com slash humble. I know you'll love them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's talk about Scream the Musical. I need to know everything. By the way, I love that I was quoted because it better been my quote. I said it was brilliant because it really was quite brilliant. Thank you. The way that it was written, the humor, and just the execution. And by the way, the, the quality of it could have been on Netflix. It can there be was, on Netflix. So it will be on Netflix. You heard it here first. Tell me, we're, we're, tell me everything. Okay. I need I can to know tell everything. You, I can tell you everything. First of all, it was not written. There, there was no script for that. It was all improvised. It was, I, I had all been taking it. all of it every single moment. We, we had like certain like story beats that we knew that we wanted to capture, but none of the dialogue was scripted. Uh, in fact, some people still to this day don't know that it was staged and uh, we're actors. So the, the concept was born because my uh, producing partner and I, we were pitching some ideas to Paramount to promote the new movie screen because that's what my background is. I did a lot of like viral movie campaigns 
for scary movies, hidden camera pranks and things like that. So the company that we have is sort of a hybrid production company, but it's also a, a marketing agency. So we were pitching ideas to Paramount to promote Scream and this Scream the musical idea was one of them, kind of create a video around this eccentric character who attempts to produce a musical version of his favorite movie. And for whatever reason, we did not get the green light from Paramount to do it. There was just not enough time, the budget. But my business partner and I were like, well, you know, I, I was just in this improv acting class with all these incredible actors. I kind of am a version of this character that we want to depict. We have all the equipment. Why don't we kind of take a pass at, at doing this ourselves? We'll like, we'll like stage these little moments and we'll make a, a, a three minute trailer. You know, we won't like film yeah. extended scenes. It won't take that much time or effort. So that's what we did. We just kind of dove into it. And I took on the role of, of myself, but kind of an exaggerated version of myself. And we filmed all of these scenes and the, the material that we got was just so incredible. And we got so much of it that after we edited this trailer and released it and the response was so incredible, everyone comparing it to Christopher Guest and waiting for Guffman. And obviously I get the Dan Levy comparison on a daily basis. So we decided let's lean into that and let's, let's go all in on this concept, this scream, the musical and make a feature length documentary mockumentary, call it what you will, because there are elements of it that are completely based in reality. And I am playing myself, but I am also performing every, every line, every facial expression is me kind of acting which was what I did mm -hmm. my whole life growing up. I did musical theater and I wanted to be an actor my whole life. So it wasn't a huge stretch for me, but we just got so okay. lucky with all of these other actors that were willing to just go into this blindly without even an explanation of what it was. Cause we didn't know we were just like, let's just here, you stand here, you stand here. This is the scene. This is what we want to communicate action. And then we all just kind of delivered. And so now we're trying to raise some money to complete the film because we have some really great ideas on how to expand upon the existing material and really up the ante for the third act of the film. And it goes in a very unexpected direction, but it obviously requires us to spend some money. We want to pay everyone to participate. We want to bring our DP out from the city to shoot more consistently. We want to stage some elaborate scenes and we need props and, you know, we want to submit it to festivals and hire an editor to help us with the, with the feature length film. So we do need to raise some money. So we're going to launch a crowdfunding campaign on Seed and Spark, which is a great platform okay. for creators. Um, it's, I think, the most successful or the, the creators who use Seed and Spark have like the highest success rate for funding their projects in the world. And that's because it's backed by a group of filmmakers and experts who really know how to give feedback to the creators to ensure that they get the best possible results with their crowdfunding effort. So that's the stage we're in now. We're going to keep shooting. We're going to finish the film and then we're going to submit it to festivals and hope that it gets picked up for distribution on Netflix. Oh, that's so exciting. Have you thought about reaching out to the actual actors from all the screams and being like, Hey, do you want to do a little cameo? Because how incredible would that be? It would be, it would be a dream come true. And I, we have been in touch with Paramount about it and they love it. And, and we're hoping that there is a possibility that we could get one of them um, to make a cameo. And we'll do whatever it takes to make I that feel happen. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, you let me know when that's up and I'm going to share that link. Yes, and if you, you guys have it in your heart to go and donate even a dollar, I feel like it's, it's so worth it. It's so great. It's really worth it. And oh, there's a lot of different incentives for people that contribute, whether it be a credit on the film or a kind of uh, exclusive opportunity. So um, if you follow at made out East on Instagram, we'll be releasing more information about the crowdfunding campaign soon. And are you, so are you doing these types of things for other companies and other businesses? Yeah. So our business model is pretty unique. We really do want to bridge that gap between branded entertainment, storytelling, and then kind of commercial marketing um, content. So our goal is to create really interesting, funny, shareable content for brands um, as a way to earn some money, but that money is then going to feed and um, fund the passion projects that my producing partner and I have. So we want to make a feature length film about the Hamptons. We want to write television and, and narrative films. So we have a lot of really cool opportunities that we want to explore, but in order to earn a living doing it, you've kind of got to, you know, get paid to make content. Mm -hmm. So that's where the branded content 
element comes into the business. Got it. Well, listen, like I've said, you, I, you are someone that we all need to watch out for because I feel like you got some, you got some cool stuff coming. Yes. I'm excited. And I likewise, can feel it. wait, I hope this is not the, it feels like we're about to end the podcast, but I'm not quite ready. <laughs> oh, you're not, can we keep talking? You're not Why do you have more questions well, for me? I, I do. I have so many questions for you. You're I mean, how's Piper? She's so adorable. She really is. Um, she's great. Adorable. She's sassy. She just shit her. She just shit her crib though. Uh, yesterday. And well, <laughs> she pooped her. She pooped in her diaper, grabbed it, and then and then proceeded to throw the oh pebbles. Oh my god! Um, out, Spiteful. outside. So you know, that's a cry for help. That that's, yes. that she needs attention. <laughs> I wonder where she gets that from. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's she's just too much, but she's great. I can't. I cannot complain. Okay. And how's Connie? How's your mom? Connie's great. Today's today's her birthday. <gasps> Get out of here. And. She, Yes, today's her birthday, so we're going, of course, to Javier's because that's where you know that's the only place to really go. Oh my god! Are and you, you're definitely going to run into her there. Well, we go. So there's two. There's one in uh, Newport, and there's one in Irvine. No, you're going to go to she the one in Irvine. To, she never goes to the one in um, Irvine. No, because she lives like above the one in Newport. Don't exactly. I know? I know everything. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> you've <laughs> you know. sent. Le- you, you've thrown letters. I know. You know. <laughs> Um, Wait, have you okay, have Riley, you been down to well, OC? Yes, I went to uh, oh, me wait, and my friend Allie, our my podcast co-host. We took a trip to LA a couple of years ago, and we did a day trip to OC. And we went to we went to the Quiet Woman. In fact, that's we, right. I know we talked about. Yeah, that. Now we I couldn't eat. We couldn't eat at the iconic booth where Shannon threw the the steak. But um, we had a good we had a good experience, and we just drove around uh, a bit. Enough. We went to we went to the deck in Laguna Beach, and we ran into Taylor Armstrong, who's like. That's in my top right. five all-time favorites. And we went to Lido oh, House, that's... too. And I, I think we tried to coordinate. But no, Lido House was incredible. And so not what I was expecting it to be. Yeah, it's very cottagey. Oh, it's gorgeous. It was so beautiful. Yeah. I don't know it's what I it's had cute. in my mind. But oh, my God, it was so beautiful. And we ate upstairs um, on the deck. Okay, sorry. I, I interrupted you. What was another question? How's who? Hmm. Riley? Is that what you're going to ask? Riley's good. <laughs> he followed me on Instagram. And I, it was may as well have been... Like Ryan Gosling. I was like, oh my God, I've made it. <laughs> like Riley Huddleston. <laughs> I just love listening to when he's on your on your show. And I love like his whole point of view on the culinary industry. And just I just would he's love a, to meet him one day. And because and, I love wine guy. too. And I have um, relatives that are in that business as well in Vegas. And I think that I just really appreciate everything that he has to share about that whole industry. And yeah, he, the, the guy knows his stuff, man. He's like, um, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I sometimes I say he's on the spectrum because he's like, he, he really doesn't understand like social cues sometimes. He's sort um, of a savant. He, he is. Yeah, he is. He, has he like really savant is. Qualities. I get that. <laughs> oh my I'm god! Serious though. What are you drinking, by the way, Natalie? It looks like a rosé champagne, or what, what is that? Hawaiian punch. It's kombucha. Oh my god. Out of a wine glass? Oh, it's only one o'clock there. Out of a wine glass. I have to. I mean, I don't mind a can, but you know, my my savant over here just really has gotten me the used finer to a glass. Things in life. Tell me all about Paris and what about whatever happened to that ex-boyfriend, that terrible schmuck. Oh my God, the Ryan guy. So he ended up marrying the girl that had messaged me. And no. they had a, you know what? Did they get married or have a baby? I don't know, but they had a baby for sh- We were pregnant at the same time. Wow. But, but, but I, you know that she messaged me before that. Yes, I recall. You guys yes. had like a, you were in cahoots to kind of bring him down. Oh, no, not that one. The oh, one that's he ended the one up, I remember. Oh, no, there was a girl that had messaged me while him and I were together. This, we're talking about my ex boyfriend, if you guys don't um, understand. But right before Riley, I was dating this guy. His name was Ryan. And he was, he was the epitome of a, um, sociopath and a narcissist and all of the things. But anyway, a girl messaged me while I was dating him saying, Hey, um, we have so many mutual friends in common and just wrote me this like long thing. And and I admire you. And I love women that are doing things in the world and blah, 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 blah. And I'll be damned. She 
she messaged him as well. And that's how that whole affair started. Oh, my God. But they ended up having a baby. I know. What a little. But it's okay. She can have him. Boy or girl. Oh, I don't know. I didn't follow that hard. I didn't. Look, I'm an FBI. But at some point, I'm like, you know, (laughs) it's all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, what so, other questions do I have? Yes, um, go, shoot. I just need to know, like, all about Sergeant Pepperonis and, like, the Dick Out family. I love um, I don't how talk to be awesome ab- at everything. I don't know why I listen to her <laughs> podcast as well about, like, how to be awesome at, like, collecting stamps. It's just the most obscure <laughs> things, but I just love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's referring to a friend that we had that started a podcast, and she's a mother she's of three. Not a, friend, and... not, not a friend that we had. I, I'm not oh, friends with her. Right. I feel like we, we now are friends. That had, <laughs> um, but the audience feels like we're all friends. So, yeah, you know, I No, we're don't... friends. I'm saying I'm not friends with Lindsay. Friends with her. You I said... know. I know. Yeah. They get it. Uh, you know, I don't talk, I didn't, I don't talk to them at all. I don't talk to anyone in that group. And I, by the way, I haven't seen any of them. You have not run into her? I have not run into any of them since everything happened. Is there any, any, any hope for a reconciliation? I I really, in my heart, want there to be. I I think that there should be. I really do. I, I feel that people do and say things in the heat of the moment that they regret. But I, the, the bond that was there that at least I, I recall was seemed really genuine and strong. And it's still, I know it's, it's really hard because there's so much that I wish I could say, but I can't. No, you don't even have to go into detail, but I know, but, but but that's why, that's why it's hard that I like a part of me is like, yes, I wish because I don't want to have to live with, not being friends with somebody for the rest yeah. of my life because that's 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 a burden that I don't want to have to carry either. You know, they say you have to forgive and whatever. Um, right. Like, um, what is that quote? You know, holding a grudge is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. You know, you're poisoning yourself more than anything. Exactly. And and that's where I feel like what I what I love that for both of us. Yeah. But then a part of me is like, I'm good. I don't, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that because I feel like what the things that I, that I learned later and all of that, that it's like, you know what? It's all right. It's okay. Of course. It's more than all right. I mean, you're thriving and you're doing incredible things and you have a beautiful, wonderful life, but But there was so much love there. Right. And that doesn't just go away. You know, even though you're angry at someone, there's, you've got to try and salvage that. And I would love yeah. to mediate a sit down at Javier's <laughs> sometime over a skinny in, spicy in Q2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like caviar, yeah. icy cold, beluga vodka or whatever. Oh God. Oh my God. You remember anyway, every I, let's detail. Let's change this. I remember every fucking detail. That's <laughs> actually really pitiful. But... All right. Wait, a couple um, more questions. Yeah, but anyways, I'm not ready. yes, go ahead. Go. What, uh, how's your brother doing? He's still in prison. How's that for a, how's that for a, an answer? Yeah, he's, he's still there. And by the way, he's weirdly thriving. That's good. Yeah. I mean, listen, prison gives you structure and, you know, I mean, that's when you, when you have, when you have these demons and you struggle with these issues, sometimes that's the safest place for you. And that's the place where you can actually recover. So anyway, I hope that he's well. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. I feel like sometimes he's, he's just better off in there. He's, he, I don't know if he's meant for the real world and, and being a, a, a citizen. He doesn't know how to be a citizen sometimes. And yeah, and, it's really hard. Yeah. Especially like, now. Put me, it's really hard put to me be, in there for like, a couple of weeks. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, no. look at the Sims, you know, like those people, those little characters, they have a, they have a hard mm-hmm. time expressing themselves and living in society um okay let me think on uh any other questions what remember there was an issue with your neighbor like stealing your stuff or something or you had like the kumquats Mm. yep he was stealing my kumquats and by the way right fucking riley man he was like you know i really want to use those to me 
can you just tell him not to? So of course I got to be the bad guy. And I'm like, hey, so uh, my fiance is a chef and he wants to use a kumquat. He hasn't pulled one kumquat off that fucking tree. And I'm like, you better put, you better do something with all of them. He's like, nah, I really don't have time. Uh, are you kidding? I swear. So I told the, my neighbor, um, you can take the kumquats now. And now he doesn't even touch them. Now he's like, so he's just scared. Can I ask you a question? Just Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hard please. pivot. Kanye and Julia Fox. What do we What do we think about that? Okay. I if I ran over Julia Fox with a motorcycle, I would not know who she was. I have no idea who she is. Kanye, I feel, is a toxic person, a creative genius. Oh. I'll give him that. I just saw the trailer for his Netflix documentary that he's been filming for twenty five years. Which Wait, kind of, I didn't know uh, that was. Where was that? Where did you see that? Um, online, they released the trailer for it. He's been working on this documentary for 25 years. Like they have footage of him before he was even famous, and that's something that is troubling for me because I have a version of that that I've been working on for almost 13 years with my friends, where I've been filming us consistently, and I want to make it into this unprecedented documentary film. And now he kind of beat me to it, so um, I will forever oh resent I, him I knew for I that. Saw but Kanye I think that, you. yeah, but I. I don't know. I don't like Kanye. I like, I think that he was bad for the Kardashian family. I think he um, is an egomaniac. And I think that, uh, yeah, like what he did with Taylor Swift was just unforgivable in my eyes. And yeah, I don't particularly care for him. Yeah. Julia Fox, I really have no idea who, who, who she is, what her claim to fame is. I still, yeah, I still don't know. And I either. don't know about I, Pete and Kim. I, it's all very bizarre to me. It's all, none of it makes sense. Chloe and the migraines now, and she's doing <laughs> infomercials for, um, which I should actually, that should be my first endorsement deal is, what is that company called? Nurtech OTG. Nurtech, <laughs> if you're listening, I get, I get migraines and I use Excedrin, but I'll pivot. I'll take Nurtech OTG. <laughs> I'll take the side effects. It's fine. Um, that and I, I, need, feel a, like I Kanye... need a FabFitFun. What happened to FabFitFun? <laughs> I don't see anybody doing FabFitFun promo codes anymore. Uh, the only person that would do it was Kim. Um, Kim, Kim Zolciak. Zolciak? No, yes, Kim Kardashian the, oh. did it. She, they all did it. And I'm like, how much money does FabFitFun have that they're going to be able to pay Kim Kardashian so much money. to endorse? So much money. But it's so odd. <laughs> Like they could really repurpose that money elsewhere. I think. I think Kylie was the last one to to post. Yes, it was. It was like it was. Well, I mean, she has two hundred and seventy million followers. I know. No, I'm saying it's valuable for the brand. I know. How could they afford? Like, what is her? You would think that someone like Kim is super, super selective about the products that she endorses. That it would be like a minimum five million dollar spend and Not, if they have yeah. that kind of money they can i don't know what do you have any endorsements do you have any promo codes what's going on i have a i have promo codes you just got to go to the podcast uh description they're all there oh the the show <laughs> notes i know you love um like anna louisa jewelry <laughs> i've been seeing, i know a couple can people i tell you can i tell you anna that louisa. i actually can i tell you that i actually really do like it no i and know i believe very, it it's very good quality and the layering pieces are great. All right, but ga- back to Kim or uh, uh, Kanye. I think he I think Cac- he overwelcomed Cac-tabim. to stay. Cactabim. <laughs> I think he overwelcomed to stay with the Kardashians. Think I think he, it was good for like a hot second. He overstayed his welcome. He didn't overwelcome. That's to what stay. I meant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> what, that's what I meant. It's the kombucha. What's in that kombucha? I know. Um, I think because you know the only thing that he actually did that was good was. Um, the new intro to the to the Keeping Up with the Kardashians. The song. Oh my god, my computer's hold on, my computer's gonna die. Okay. Natalie. You overwhelcomed oh no. your stay. <laughs> this is <laughs> such on. an excuse. Anyway, listeners, if you could follow at Made Out East on Instagram <laughs> at I am Sam Pez, that would be super, super appreciated. Are you are you alone right now? From that sounds that sounds very like scream like and I don't and are I don't you, really appreciate Are you alone yeah. in the house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I remember like when you did your um like before and after of your interior design and you had those beautiful bins from Don't make fun of me. 
<laughs> no, I'm serious. But and everything was like restoration hardware in Crate and Barrel, and I'm like, doesn't she go to Home Goods ever? It was like, and this I is do. from like, you know. But can I tell you something? This is from (laughs) Rum Runner. No, this this couch I have had for six years. And it's restoration hardware. So yes, it was a little expensive, but I also went to the outlet. Is it the cloud couch? It's the, uh, no, it's different, but it's just, it's even deeper than the cloud. No, they don't make a deeper one. Oh, it's deeper. It's deeper than, it's deep? than that one. Oh it's we're, deep. Going deep. <laughs> we're going deep. We're going. We're going deep. It's so good. But by the way, I I mean, how many boyfriends have seen this couch? How many baby spills? Well, how many been with things? Riley for what? Five years. Four. I've Four. had and I've had it for like six or seven years, and I'm telling you, nothing. I mean, this couch. It you you get what you pay for. But I love I'll home goods and Target. I'll never forget when you announced that you were pregnant. I was so my, I'm still waiting for my baby gift. Oh, well, I'll send you one. I have an idea. <laughs> I send anything with elephants. That's my thing. Elephants this, elephants that. Oh, she loves elephants. Maybe no, for the too. next They're one. Good luck. Okay. I'm still waiting for my invited- invitation, my save the date to the wedding in Provence. To the wedding. I know. I know. I just said, unless, you, want, you can marry us. I have officiated a wedding before in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I feel like you probably know more about us than most people. <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> I could probably come up with something really, so really it personal. it could work. Okay, I feel like um, we're going to wrap it up, but I mm-hmm. need you to come back. I would love that. I would love... Let's I'm gonna, do this like, again. closely monitoring the reviews for this episode. Or, yeah. and... or don't. No, no, I will. I hope... Well, Why? So make you sure you guys that... review and say something beautiful about Sam. Oh, no, say something honest. I, I can take the criticism. Have you seen the YouTube comments on my video saying that I'm a narcissist, no. that I'm an awful person, that I'm abusive? Yeah. <gasps> and they don't know that I'm acting, that I'm just playing a role. <laughs> the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, everybody, please go make sure to watch this trailer. It'll change your life. Scream the musical. Where can they find you? They can find the musical trailer and me at Made Out East on Instagram. And um, I so appreciate the support. And this was so much fun. I really, really love you. And I think that you're wonderful. And thank you for having me. I love you, too. Thank you. And then I'll, you're going to probably come back more often than not. So just be Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be you, um, I Let me check my calendar. And I said, oh, looks like I'm available <laughs> every day at any time. <laughs> so... <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. You know, I have I have to say, I feel like I should have him on more often. I, I kind of liked the, the back and forth banter, him asking me questions. Do you guys want a co-host? Should I have a co-host? I don't know. Let me know. Send me your DMs. Email me however you want. Text me. <laughs> Call me. Love you guys all so much. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review. And remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.